This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Yogi's Guide to Health and Wellness. My name is Kevin Naidu, and I'm very excited to have a good friend of mine on the show today. Her name is Shyla Gable. She's an indigenous yoga teacher and so much more. Welcome to the show, Shyla. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm so, so excited. So, so grateful to have you. Let's just jump right in, Shy. I just wanted to start by just asking you if you can just share with the audience uh, a little bit about you and what you do. Absolutely. So I am from right here in Regina, Saskatchewan, Treaty 4 territory, and I am an Indigenous yoga teacher. Beautiful. So when you say an Indigenous yoga teacher, can you expand on that? Yes, absolutely. So what I like to do in my classes is to bring my culture into my classes and make it an experience. I also like to teach my students a little bit about some of the teachings that we have in the culture, for example, by using sage. You know, what is sage? Why do we use it? How do we use it? Perhaps a little bit of the history as well. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I know, I know a lot of the indigenous teach, teachings speak to, um, speak to the earth and to Gaia and the earth mother as everything comes from, from that earth mother. So I love that you speak to sage and, and that plant medicine that comes from the earth, you know, spreading that knowledge about it. Cause it is, it's such a great protector and such a great cleanser for all of us. Absolutely. It really is. Can you tell us a little bit about your yoga journey, how did you come to it? Or how did it find you? Yeah, so I found yoga in I guess it was 2013. Um, I was transitioning out of an unhealthy lifestyle, you know, partying, hanging out with the wrong people, um, battling my own demons. And so as I was transitioning out of that lifestyle, a friend asked me if I wanted to go to a yoga class. And so I thought, sure, let's give it a try. Um, I had no idea what to expect at all. But after that yoga class, you know, the the class itself didn't really move me too much. But at the end of the class, I was like, I have to try that again. I didn't know I didn't know what it was, but it was like, I need to do this again. And so from there, I began to develop just kind of a casual practice. And I guess by casual, I mean, once every couple of months, once every couple of weeks, any time that I just needed that time, perhaps if I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed, stressed. And it's funny because, you know, for me, it wasn't really the physical practice or the spiritual aspect of the practice, but it was the shavasanas. It didn't really matter what type of yoga I practice. I just needed to get to the shavasana. That was what was really my saving grace, you know? Yeah. So that's, I love that you, that you speak to Shavasana and the feeling. So what did that Shavasana feeling give to you? Did it give you that, that place of surrender? Did it quiet your mind down? Did it give you a sense of safety? 
Absolutely. All, all of those, you know, for me, it was just that piece. That, that like thread that just tied everything together. Yeah. But peace in a sense of me being by myself, no worries. And, and yeah, just surrendering and just letting go. I, I love how you just said that just being with myself, you know, I, um, also had that very similar experience, but it came from the context of, it gave me the the feeling of not caring what anyone thought about me in that moment and just allowing myself to be me. And most of my life prior to that, I cared, I put all my energy into caring what everyone thought about me. But there's this freedom that Shavasana gives you to connect and just to be with you. Because really, like how many times and opportunities do we as humans have in our life where we can just stop and be still? Absolutely. That's beautiful, Kevin. So what was the driving force for you, Shaila, to take the step on becoming a teacher? Because I know, I know for me, when I decided that there was so much fear involved. You know, I, I can absolutely relate to the fear and the doubt and, and, and all of that. Um, but there was one particular teacher who really inspired me. Um, and her name is Brittany Kish. She's from right here in Regina. And so I really felt connected to her class Um, the way that she taught and particularly the way that she made me feel after class. And I thought, I want to give people that feeling. I want them to experience that. And so that's what really inspired me. And it's kind of funny how it happened because, you know, one day I was just kind of toying around with the fact, well, what if, you know, what if? And A couple of weeks later, the teacher training was announced at the studio and I pulled up the webpage and I stared at it and I read it over and over and over again. And for a couple of weeks after that, I just kept, you know, even at work, I kept the one browser open with all of the teacher training information and I would stare at it and I would read it over and over and over again. And, you know, I just did it. I said, you know what? I deserve this. This is something that I want to do for me. I'm just going to do it. Beautiful, beautiful. And was that like one of the biggest things that you've done for yourself independently? Yeah. You know, um, I had never done anything for me up until that time. So that, that was a big part of the journey as well. Absolutely. So did you find that experience of that of that training, um, giving you a sense of coming home to Shyla, getting to know Shyla again, reintroducing yourself to Shyla again, as you started to strip away the veil of all the illusion the world puts up in our way every single day? Yeah, you know, the training was just the tip of the iceberg. You know, it it was just the beginning. You know, it wasn't until after I had completed the teacher training that I really, um, really grounded into the roots of who I really am, really began to cultivate, you know, my classes um, and to make them more me, if that makes sense. 
that totally makes sense and that totally is a beautiful lead into my 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 next question for you and i know um yoga has really helped you to reconnect to your indigenous aboriginal roots can you share about that experience yeah so um okay so let's go back to oh gosh 2017 um so i grew up in a single parent household. Um, my father wasn't around when I was a child. And so that's where my indigenous roots come from is from his side. And so in 2017, I just kind of began to really get curious as to who he was and I really wanted to track him down. And so I did. In 2018, I um, made contact with him. And then that summer, I went out to meet him. He lives in Kelowna right now. And so um, that was really healing. So from that experience, I came back home and I created a vision board. On this vision board, I had um, that I put that I wanted to go to my grandmother's grave and that I wanted to go to the reserve. So I guess from the whole experience of meeting my father, it got me really curious about his side of the family and to go deeper into his lineage and all of that. So fast forward to 2019, took my teacher training. From that, let's fast forward to um, May, June of 2020. Um, I was laid off of work. So I had all this time and the teacher training was coming back up again. And I had reached out to one of the lead trainers at the studio and said, hey, do you mind if I just like pop in for morning practice? And she said, yeah, no problem. You're more than welcome to. And so that's what I did. And I remember the very first day. So I walked into the class and I put my mat at the very back of the room in the very corner because I just wanted to pop in and pop out. So I put my mat right beside the door and I sat there. And there was a girl sitting in front of me and she had turned around and said, hi, I'm Catherine. And we shook hands and I didn't talk to anybody else that entire time, that entire class. So fast forward to about a week later, um, I was at the studio after practice. I was having a meeting um, in regards to a workshop that we were putting on at the time and Catherine her she happened to walk by and we had called her over to come and sit down so during this this meeting we were kind of talking about her history and how she grew up on the reservation and um, her the knowledge that she had um then so she had left left she it was their break time and so she went outside just to have some space to herself we finished up our meeting at the studio And then I'm leaving and I'm walking to my car and Catherine yelled at me and she says, Hey, Shyla, what reserve are you from? And so I walked over and I said, I'm from Sioux Valley. And she says, that's where I am from. And my jaw dropped. I had chills up and down my body and, you know, call it divine timing. You know, if, I, if you don't believe, you know, in a higher power, in God, in, you know, spirit, divine, call it what you want, you know, that 
was the universe telling me that I was ready to reclaim those roots and to go back to the reserve. And I'm kidding you not, a couple weeks later, I had packed up my things. I drove out to Catherine's house. She invited me into her home and uh, she toured me around the reserve and I got to visit my grandmother's grave. How amazing and how amazing that you you really manifested that through that vision board and then, you know, and really trusted in and yeah, divine timing, Catherine, you created that space for Catherine to come in and show you that way. And wow. I mean, you can't make that up. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. No, no. And you know, she, she lives in Brandon, Manitoba. So what are the chances that she chose that specific studio to do her teacher training. So yeah, it's, uh, it, it was really beautiful. That's so powerful, Shai. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that with our audience. Absolutely. Hmm. So I've always, I've always felt, and I've always thought there's a correlation between the chakras from a yoga perspective and the medicine wheel from the indigenous teachings. Can you speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. So in relation to yoga, when we're on our mats, um, we are, and we're going through a practice, we're essentially balancing our chakras, which is why we feel so good after class. And so for me, when I'm on my mat, I look at it as we are purifying, you know, all of those aspects of our medicine wheel. So we're purifying our, our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual self. Um, it's, it's almost like a cleansing. You know, we have purification ceremonies in the indigenous culture, like sweats, um, even our smudging, um, sun dance ceremonies. So I, I relate it in that sense totally makes sense. I love it. I love it. It's, 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 you know, they're so similar because it's, it's cleansing, it's realigning, it's all energy, right? And, and, you know, within all of it, it's also all connected to the elements as well. Um, Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for, for just clarifying that um, for us. I've always, you know, ever since the first year of teaching, I saw that correlation and I started to question it within myself and started to read more into it. Um, so that when I was um, c- putting your questions together, that was one of the first questions I came to. <laughs> yeah, you know, yoga is is our ceremony, you know? Totally. I 100% agree. So from your perspective, Shai, and at the time we're living in right now, why do you think yoga is so important in the times we, we're living in at this moment? You know, it's really noisy out there. You know, there's so much uncertainty, which brings up a lot of fear, brings up a lot of anxiety and Yoga is so, so important because it really just brings us back into our heart. It brings us back into who we actually are. It really grounds us. It brings us, you know, gives us that connection to source, to creator, um, and just really allows us to clear out the mental chatter and um, to come back to the heart. 
Yeah, so true. So true. Um, I really like how you spoke to the heart there. You know, one of um, one of the teachings I always go back to from yoga is um, from the goddess Durga. And it's about that heart connection. It's, and one of her teachings is the power of love will always defeat the love of power. So when we're coming together in heart space, we're breaking division and we're all coming back collectively in that heart space where there is no division. There's just a collective circle. So Shai, I would love if, um, if you can, I would love if you can take our audience through a tool or an exercise to support their healing journey. Absolutely, Kevin. I would love to do that. So for those who are listening at home, let's come into a child's pose. So option here to bring the knees wide, the big toes to touch. And if that's not really feeling good for you today, then you can bring those legs together But let's bring our palms to the top of our mats, reaching towards the front of the room. And you can also bring some supports underneath your forehead if you would like as well. Let's take a deep inhale through the nose. And an exhale through the nose. And I really want you to feel that grounding energy rising up through your palms, through your forehead, your shins, the tops of your feet, and just letting it absorb into your heart space today. And today, in our child's pose, let us bow. Let us bow to not only our medicine wheel, honoring those four aspects of self, our mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical self. But today let's bow to Mother Earth and everything that she does for us. She feeds us. She provides us shelter, fresh water, plant medicine, She is our mother and she is everything that we need in this life. And then let's bow and honor our ancestors today. Those who granted us the privilege and the opportunity to be here. Let's take one more deep breath in through the nose and out through the nose. On our next inhale, let's slowly begin to press through those palms to draw the body all the way back up, coming into a seated position. Let's bring our hands to heart center and slowly begin to open the eyes to come back into the room. Thank you so much, Shyla. Feel so grounded and supported. And you know, it's we all move through our days so quickly and often move and running through this world. So for us to have time to just come down to the earth, 
to connect to our breath. There's so much peace and such a state of bliss that comes from that. So thank you from my heart of hearts. Thank you so much for sharing that. Mm, And thank you, Kevin. Thank you for being my mentor, my guide, and my teacher. (laughs) Thank you. So Shai, if our audience would like to find you and connect with you, where can they find you? Absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook at Yoga with Shaila and on Instagram as well at YQR Dakota Yogi. Thank you for listening to Yogi's Guide to Health and Wellness. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Kevin Nidey. Technical production by Sam Robinson. The manager of AMI Audio is Andy Frank. Thanking again, my guest, Shyla Gable, for being on our show today. Sending all my love from my heart to yours. Have a wonderful day, everyone. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.